0: Good day to you and welcome to this week's edition of The Thoughts I Have Toward You. On this program, we deep dive into the things of the Lord chapter by chapter and verse by verse. We're so thankful that you joined us for our continued study this week. Let's not waste any time and let's get after it. Open your Bibles if you have them and join us on today's edition of The Thoughts I Have Toward You. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I give you thanks today for all those within the sound of my voice. I give you thanks for them, for their families. I give you thanks for their walk with Christ and their desire to learn. Lord God, I, I would pray for the gift of teacher today to go forth, uh, that your words would be my words and uh, that I would step out of the way and let you say what you need to say and what you want to say to your people. Father God, I pray for our nation, I pray for our leaders, I pray for uh, all of the upheaval right now, Lord, that that uh, has so many people on edge, Lord. Uh, I pray that uh, uh, there would be an urgency in the church for and to reach the people with the gospel, with your gospel, Lord, of Jesus Christ because that's the only salvation that there is. Father God, let your word go forth in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning and welcome. Um, Thanks so much for being here. Uh, We are embarking on a new study. It is the study in the book of Revelation. I know. Okay, but it is not intended to be frightening. It wasn't written to be frightening. It wasn't written, as we'll learn in the next couple of weeks, to be frightening. It was simply written uh, so that we would be ready. And the title of today's message, if you're taking notes, is Revelation, Prophecy, and Hope. Yeah, that's right. Hope. This is a hopeful book. It's a hopeful book. I hear all the time, people say, oh, you know, Revelation, it's kind of scary, and it's kind of this, and it's kind of that. Yeah, it is kind of scary. I agree with that. It is kind of scary. But you know what? It's a book of hope. Because if you look at the last page, we win. As I said a couple of months back now, I have big news. Jesus Christ is coming back. (laughs) And if you didn't know, now you know. So, As we begin this study through the book of Revelation, clarity is the first order of business. Yeah, that's right. I said clarity. There are many pastors and entire church sects, to be honest, uh, that view the book as a closed book. I've heard people and even pastors say it's not meant for us to understand. I strongly uh, and completely disagree with that Uh, thought process. It is absolutely meant for us to understand. Um, But they believe that since in their mind it's not meant for people to understand, therefore it shouldn't be studied. Nothing could be further from the truth. The word itself, revelation, means an unveiling. So the very title of the book itself means that those who seek understanding will find it. Speaking of the title, just a small pet peeve, it's Revelation, singular, not Revelations, plural. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, I've been reading in the book of Revelations. Is that right next to the book of First Opinions? Because that book doesn't exist. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, it is a singular revelation, and Jesus Christ is the star. It is an unveiling of him, if you will. As you open your Bibles to the book of Revelation, you might see a title, something akin to the Revelation of St. John the Revelator. I saw that in a Bible once. Or something similar to that. A man put that there. And it is wholly incorrect. John the Apostle, and writer of the Gospel of John, and 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, received the revelation, the unveiling, from Jesus Christ through his angel. Okay? So that's, that's important to know. It is the unveiling of Jesus Christ that was delivered to John, from Jesus to an angel to John. And we'll get into some of that later because there's some really interesting little tidbits in there that I'm going to throw in. But let's jump right in. Revelation chapter 1, verse 1. Here we go. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants the things which must shortly take place. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant, John. He sent and signified it. By his angel to his servant, John. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants, things which must shortly take place. Stop there. So, it is the revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ. This is Jesus in his, his eternal form, which we'll see in a couple of weeks. Which God gave him, Jesus, to show to his servants that his servants by the way, are the church, that's you and me. things which might shortly take place. Wait, what? I can hear it now shortly, what do you mean shortly? This book was written nearly the nearly the, near the end of the first century. it's been over two thousand years. that's not shortly <laughs> It's true. It's it's absolutely true. By our standards, it's absolutely not shortly. That's a fact. Nope, nope. Uh, It's not shortly at all. Uh, Turn in your Bibles to chapter 3 in the book of 2 Peter, uh, chapter 3, verse 8. Okay? Uh, And Pastor Peter gives us an explanation of shortly. Okay? It says... But, beloved, don't forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. Second Peter 3, verse 8, that's the New King James Version. Let me read it again. But, beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. This is an example of Scripture interpreting Scripture, by the way, and I wanted to kind of jump off a little bit and uh, discuss that with you. Uh, As a side note, if you don't have one already, I recommend a Bible with cross-references and a solid concordance. Study Bibles and commentaries have their place to be sure, and they're fine. I've got a bunch of them, uh, study Bibles from... Trusted folks, uh, David Jeremiah, um, John MacArthur, uh, my very favorite, Pastor Chuck Smith, uh, did a study Bible, which I don't know if it's in print anymore, but if you can find it, uh, go ahead and do that. But that's not what i'm talking about here i'm not talking about a study Bible. Well, that has its place uh, and commentaries definitely have their place. I have those too i have I have a lot of commentaries on different books of the Bible as well as uh, video commentaries and other things that that i that I lean on a little bit but but the Bible is the best interpretation of itself, and this is an example of that, and as we get into the book of Revelation. I thought it was important uh, to add this uh, to to this week's message to to let you guys know that hey, um, when you study scripture using cross references and prayer, the word is revealed to you. Okay, y- y- if you don't pray before you read your scripture, I would encourage you to begin doing so it's it's a must prayer scripture devos that's the order of my morning that's what i do in the morning prayer scripture and devos you 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 pray then you read because you're asking you're asking the holy spirit to come in and and help you interpret and bring things to life and and he'll do that he'll absolutely do that um When you use cross-references in prayer, the word is revealed to you. The Bible says the word is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. That's Hebrews 4, verse 12. God will tell you what he means. So in God's parlance, we could be looking at a few days, going back to uh, a thousand years as as one day. We're looking at a couple of days here. (laughs) That could very well be. And then we finish the verse. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant, John. Okay. Okay. So, this last piece is is something that a lot of people might think is a throwaway, and uh, it couldn't be any further from the truth. Uh, The book of Revelation is the only book in Scripture delivered by an angel, and it was delivered to John. And... It was delivered to John. And as we close today, I have a word about the Apostle John. We know a lot about the Apostle John. We know by his own hand (laughs) that he was the Apostle that Jesus loved. We also know in Scripture that as Jesus was dying on the cross, he gave John uh, the the order uh, to care for his mother and made sure that Mary was cared for, trusted John in that. We also know that he was the only apostle at the cross. He was the only disciple at the cross. We also know that John more than likely is the one that got Peter into the courtyard uh, on the night of um, Jesus' trial uh, by the Sanhedrin. One other thing we know History has it that when John was near the end of his life, they would carry him into churches, and they would ask him for a word, and John would say, love one another. We know that too. But as to this time in John's life, John had been boiled in a vat of hot oil. They tried to kill him multiple ways, and they couldn't kill him. And that's because God had other things for him to do. God had other things for John to do, such as receive the book of Revelation. So as we close today, I have a word about him. He received this scripture while in exile on the island of Patmos. It's a small rock of a place in the Mediterranean Sea. And as we talked about, John, the apostle whom Jesus loved, one of the 12 and a member of the inner circle as well with his brother James and Peter. He was exiled, punished, and sent to this dreadful, horrible rock of a place. It had to be lonely. And there had to be times of despair. And I have something to say to you That became a mantra for me when our worship pastor coined the phrase um, early in 2020, and I want to say it was in 2019, he said, don't waste the trial. Well, that sounds like some foolishness. Um <laughs> on its face, right? that sounds like some foolishness. Don't waste the trial. It's like James saying that that um we should uh be thankful in 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 tribulation gross 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 um, uh gross paraphrase there of James. but there's truth in it. don't waste the trial. I want to speak, I want you to speak it out loud right now. Whatever your trial is, cry out to God with your pain. He hears you. I had a dear friend tell me once, when you come out the other side of this, you'll have a deeper understanding of God than others. Don't waste the trial, friends. Press into him. He'll be there for you. He was there for me. He's been there for my family. And as I've had the, the blessing and the pleasure to minister to others, I've watched him be there for others as well. He'll be there. Don't waste the trial. And whatever you, whatever it is that you're going through, God is with you. And he will unveil himself to you in the midst of your grief, your loneliness, or whatever, wherever life finds you. John was exiled. He was exiled for certain. He was exiled by the world. And maybe you feel that way today. Maybe you feel as though the world has abandoned you. Well, you know what? It has. I'm going to just cut that. The world has abandoned Christians. And it will get worse. Loneliness, tiredness. Don't grow weary in well-doing, as Scripture says but don't waste the trial let god reveal himself unveil himself to you through the trial press into him pray always without ceasing and friend if you are listening to me today and you feel like you've been abandoned by everyone and you 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 you, you feel like john today abandoned on the isle of patmos Maybe you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and if you don't have that relationship that brings peace, that brings calm, that brings um, friendship and relationship, today's the day. This is your appointed time. And if you'd like to repent of your sins, the Bible says that if you speak with your mouth, Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And if you'd like to do that today, all you have to do is talk to him. You say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner in need of a Savior, and I believe that you came and you lived for me and you died for me. And on the third day, God wrote, God raised you again from the dead. I want to turn away from my sins and follow you for the rest of my life. I want you to be my Lord, my God, my Savior, and my friend. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer, I'd sure like to know about it. And welcome to the family of God. If you want to reach out. Uh, you can reach out on social media at Instagram at the thoughts I have toward you or Facebook at the same. Or if you'd like to be a little more private, I understand that as well. I've set up an email address tied directly to this podcast. It is the thoughts I have toward you at the thoughts I have toward you.com. And I will respond to that email. Uh, and I can probably provide you with some resources and some places to go. Um, I would highly recommend. Uh, if you have made a decision for Jesus Christ, I would highly recommend today that you would find yourself a church. Talk to a friend, talk to a neighbor, find a good church to go to, and more than likely the Lord will just the Lord's just gonna point you in the right direction, but find a good church to go to uh, so that you can continue to grow and to learn. I thank you guys for listening today. I thank you for that. Uh, and again, Uh, share this message with someone that needs to hear it. Until next time, friends, make it count and be blessed. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's edition of The Thoughts I Have Toward You. To those of you who've been with me for a while, I thank you for your continued support and prayers. I couldn't do it without you. If you're new here, thanks for coming by and checking us out. I pray that this message was a blessing to you. As always, if you were touched by what you heard today, pray for this ministry, and when you're done, pray some more. I covet your prayers. The mission of this ministry is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ to a broken world, because there's no one I wouldn't want to see in heaven. If you agree with that simple mission statement, And want to support this ministry, go to Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And leave a five-star review and subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Until next time, make it count, gang, and be blessed.